Hey guys, I thought I would try this podcast format to reach out to you rather than an email. I'm thinking that maybe it will be easier to listen rather than having to take the time to read an email. So I hope you find it helpful and if not, we'll try something different. My goal, and I stress it's my goal, is to keep it 10 minutes or less. I have found some videos of Dodd and Whitney's teaching about biblical meditation on YouTube. So I'm going to include a section of audio in each of these podcasts as we work our way through this subject week by week. So the following is an excerpt from Don Whitney describing the experience with Bible reading that I think we can all identify with. But this conference is about personal, private, spiritual disciplines. And the two most important are the intake of the Word of God in prayer, for it's more important for us to hear from God through his word than for God to hear from us in prayer, as important as prayer is. But with both of these most important personal spiritual disciplines, I argue there's an almost universal problem. With prayer, the problem is we say the same old things about the same old things, right? Simple, permanent, biblical solution, pray the Bible. With the intake of the word of God, there is also likewise an almost universal problem. It's true even among our most devoted daily Bible readers, and it is the reason many former daily Bible readers are no longer daily Bible readers. And it looks like this. You take your Bible, you read a chapter, or three chapters, however much it is you would normally read. You close your Bible, and most days, if pressed, as soon as you close your Bible, you'd have to admit what? I forget it. I don't remember a thing I read right? People say, well, it must just be me. Something's wrong with me. I never had a good memory. I never had a good education. I never had a high IQ. All of those things may be true, but that's not the reason you don't remember. I have some 22-year-old geniuses in my classes at the seminary who have the same problem. So it's not your age. It's not your IQ. It's not your education. It's not your memory. Rather, it is your, your method. And the method of most Christians almost every day is to merely read the Bible. But reading alone was never intended to be the primary means of absorbing the Bible. Now, reading is the starting place. Reading is the exposure to Scripture. But meditation is the absorption of Scripture. Reading is the exposure to Scripture. That's the starting place. So far, so good. That's why that you're reading that chapter a day, brother. That, that's good. That's what, you know, that's, that is a good thing. But what you did this morning is you meditated. And the meditation on Scripture is the absorption of Scripture. And it's the absorption of Scripture that leads to the experience with God, as we've heard testified, this intimacy with God. The experience with God and the transformation of life that we long for when we come to the Scripture. And the problem is we just don't do that. It's not that you can't. Because meditational scripture is not about how good your memory is, how old you are, how much your IQ is, how much education you got. 
Again, remember, God has children all over the world, right, with low IQs and high IQs, 9 to 99, little education, a great deal of education. But if he invites all to do the same thing, then it must be fundamentally simple, right? It has to be doable by you to regularly have a meaningful, satisfying time in the Scriptures. Do you see that? That has to be true. Because if you, with all your Christian advantages, with all your Christian advantages, a good Bible teaching church, Christian books available to you, Christian radio, Christian content on the Internet, if with all that you can't have a meaningful time in the Scriptures on a regular basis, then it's impossible for most Christians in the world. Most Christians in the world don't have all your advantages. And again, the Apostle Paul said, God has not called many who are wise, many who are mighty, many who are noble. He tends to call ordinary folks. Therefore, ordinary folks should be able on a consistent basis to profit satisfyingly from the Word of God. But most don't. Most testify, I love the Word of God. I try to read it every day, but frankly, as soon as I close it, I don't remember a thing I've read, so it must be me. No. To put the problem in a paraphrase of the words of the warden in Cool Hand Luke. What we've got here is a failure to meditate. It's not that we can't meditate, it's just that we don't. We fail to do that. You can meditate on Scripture. It's just that we don't. I know what some people are thinking. You're thinking, look, you don't get it, Whitney. I'm working three jobs to make ends meet. I'm a single parent. I I mean, God is my witness. The best I can do most days is chisel out ten minutes of my day for the Word of God. And now what I, I mean, if, if if I get in bed, I mean, I can't read in bed. I, I'll go to sleep before I read the first paragraph. So I, I, sometimes I'll stand by the bed. I, I, I'll do whatever it takes to, to, to try to read the Word of God, but I can't ever remember it. I'm just so tired. And I, and, but God is my witness. That's the best I can do most days. It's 10 minutes. And now what I hear you saying is, well, that's not good enough. You can't just read the Bible. You've got to meditate on top of reading. What are you saying? I've got to take more time. I don't have more time. Didn't you hear me? I don't have more time. This is not good news. You're making me feel even guiltier. Man, am I glad I got up early on Saturday morning to come here. I I felt like a second-rate Christian already. Now I feel like a third-rate Christian. I feel worse. I know if I would do more, I would be better. We all know that about every area of life, right? If I would do more, I would be better. But I don't have time to do more. I wish I could do more. I can't. You're only making me feel worse. No, brother, sister, this is good news. This is a help. We're going to talk about transforming that 10 minutes. Now you, you have to make time for the Word of God. There's no magic pill that will cause you to intake the Word of God. This is not like Neo in, in the Matrix. You know, you some spike in the back of your head, and you just get on that, and we put the whole Bible in your head in a matter of, of a second. You know, maybe we'll get there someday, but that's, that's, we're not there yet. 
So there's no magic approach. You do have to make time for the Word of God, but we're going to talk about how to transform the time you do give and that you can do this. Like praying the Bible last night, you can do this. So we're not adding to your schedule. We're not adding to your responsibilities. We're not causing you to have to have other resources or remember a lot of stuff. Okay, for this week, we're going to cut it off there, and we'll pick it up next week in our podcast. So what are some struggles that you've had in reading the Bible? And what are some passages of Scripture that are particularly meaningful to you? And what is it about them that is meaningful? And it doesn't have to be something that you read this week. Then how did the sermon from Sunday impact you? I'm going to include a link to the podcast of Sunday's sermon in the show notes in case you'd like to listen to it again. So I would encourage you to think about these three questions, and we'll talk about them on Saturday morning. And if we have time, we're also going to meditate our way through Hebrews 11.1 by considering the following questions. How would you define biblical faith? How would you define hope? What is the relationship between faith and hope? And what are some practical examples of faith and hope working together in your experience? Again, if you have time this week, give some thought to those questions. This is not homework, so if you don't get to any of this, please feel no obligation. I just thought it might be helpful to get these things to you early, so I'm not just springing them on you in our meeting, but you have some time to think about them. One more thing before I let you go. We have two families added to our group who are getting our group text. Please welcome the Crater family and the Hebelweights family. We look forward to them joining us on Saturday morning when they can. Okay, that's about it for me. Hope you all have a great week. The Lord willing, we will see you Saturday morning.